Hello, welcome back to the No Ratings Podcast. I've just butchered this intro once, and this time I'm going to get it absolutely nailed. It's been a minute since we've had two of the guys on the pod. One's just come back from football, but he looks fresher than I've ever seen him. The other, as usual, looks jacked. It, you're always wearing extra small tees. And Fu, by the way, who's been on the last two weeks, I just want to ask you, on camera, have you or have you not just put on some baby lotion on the face? Because the skin is crisp, brother. You know what it is, yeah? It's oil. I'm using some oil treatment. <laughs> That's why, you know what I mean? But like, let's give it, let's give it two months and then I can reveal everything. <laughs> Just in case. Maybe we've got to do a product review on, on the pod in the intro. So yeah. Because see... if it doesn't work, I don't want people getting acne and then they blame me because I recommended this cream. You know what I mean? So we have to wait. So it can All right, properly. Well... I just want to say, when the clips come out on socials, make sure you at Fu and let him know because that's the skin is is crazy. You just come back from a, a long drive to Heathrow Airport as well. Just had to drop. Did you yeah. drop Mumsy off or did you pick Mumsy up? No, pick up, pick up. Where's she been? She was in Dubai. Mumsy got nice. yeah. out there in Dubai. Yeah, yeah she went to Dubai, man. She left me here in the UK. Went to Dubai, so yeah, I went to pick her up today. Listen, sun's grafted on pods twenty four seven. Mumsy's just out in Dubai shopping yeah. and all that. That's it, man. Crazy. Uh, Raj, how are you, bro? We haven't spoken since pre-Christmas? Yeah, yeah. World Cup, I think. World Cup final. Yeah. Men- Where have you been, bro? Don't know, mate. You've been ghosting me. <laughs> hey, let me just check the... <laughs> you got, you definitely can't... ghosted the last message. <laughs> yeah, I did. I... Yeah, my bad. My bad. I've messaged you going, yo, what do you think about doing the pod this day? You replied going, I, c- I can't do this day, but could do Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I've just not replied for a whole week and a half. My bad, my bad bro. My bad. I've got to ask, man. I'm, I feel like I want to ask you this every single time. You, you obviously, like your hours are crazy, right? At work. Yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. I mean, the night shifts are the worst because you've got to then reset your whole sleep pattern. And then it takes another week to get back to day pattern. And I, it's just a pain in the ass, really, but. Uh, yeah. Ch- chat to me then. Are, are these muscles the halal method, or are we using some sort of haram <laughs> substance? Because it's crazy, bro. Like none of yeah. this haram stuff, man. None of that. I'm pure natural. <laughs> I'm a dharma triore, mate. Natural. I don't even gym <laughs> like a dharma. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm, by the way, a dharma definitely does gym. Just an FYI. Um, Asakib, you've rolled through sweaty after football, looking fresher than ever. What's going on, bro? Do you know what it is? I'll be honest with you. I'm in the nine to five life now. So I'm up at seven thirty in the morning. And I think this routine thing, yeah, I think it's been game changing. Because obviously before I was working at home, I could get up at ten, I might be in the studio till two in the morning. And then the next day I'm waking up at like eleven AM. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie, I was up for like stupid hours. So now I'm up every day at eight AM and I'm going better like twelve. I think that's doing something for the you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Routine. Also, it is also shoddy season, so, you know, man's looking at getting married, yeah, I'm looking. And, you know. I'm on Muzmatch, I'm on Hinge, ladies, let me know. I'm saying I'm out here, 28, in September. You get me, mumsy's single, so, you know what I'm saying, you just need to come through, third member of the family. It's a nice situation for the ladies, so. <laughs> uh, listen. Must match sponsorship deal. Talk to me. We've got single men everywhere on the awful, podcast. Awful app. If they're listening, yeah. Every <laughs> five swipes, every five swipes is an ad. Yeah, twenty four ninety nine for like two weeks of premium. Twenty. Like, oh, come on, man. So, so house is charging me less to come, and you're charging me that to come. Must match like 
I'm, I'm not having it. It's meant to be an app for the Musliman dunya to find their <laughs> cherished other half, and you're trying to rinse man £45 a month. <laughs> I think it's a bit of a living, I'll be honest. That's, that's crazy. That is crazy. Well, um, congrats on a new job that has required you to go in 9 to 5. While we're on this topic, I know you're here to listen to football chat, but you must know by now that that does not happen at the start of this podcast. So it's no point in skipping. You may as well just listen. Fu, are you single or are you with someone? No, I'm 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 married, man. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't just start growing. By the way, girls, Fu's yeah. also. <laughs> we've got a boy um, from Eritrea. He's also single. Um, yeah, he's not. He's married. Raj, what are you saying? What's your situation? Yeah, I've been taken for the last few months now. Six, seven oh, months. Uh, what's going on here then? Because I, I think the last time we spoke, well, no, before December. I don't want to put my put your foot in it. Um, the last time no, we spoke, the last, time I spoke, <laughs> last time I spoke to you about what? this was last summer, I think. But that was a different situation with a different girl. If I said I was single, Raj would have said he's single as well. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah, but ooh, we're all single. Yeah, we're yeah, all single. Going on. <laughs> all right, mad. Well, I'm not going to lie, by the way, that generally speaking, most of the lads on the pod are actually single. So, um, listen, I know Sakib doesn't like Muzmatch, but listen, I'm about to cash. If you've got enough money, we'll tell you the app is great, all right? Um, now, nah, Team but... Hinge, Team Hinge, sponsor us, Hinge. Hinge is the one. Wait, you just what? got to change the filters. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, wait, wait, wait. Start... Obviously, in my situation for the nation, I'm not looking for a certain type of demographic apology. So, obviously, you turn them on off, you just click religion filter, and, like, my preference is women of South Asian descent. I, I think everyone's allowed preference. It's not... Is that offside? No, no, you're good, you're good. No, you're no, good. you're good. Yeah, yeah. So, I've got a preference. So I just set the filters, and everyone's like... They're like Muzmatch, but more normal you know i feel like i'm on a normal scale of the dean you know i'm saying normal not... you know <laughs> just a bit more aligned with the western thing they might you know what i'm saying if i said you know do you want to come watch a football match you might be on it not like super scared of it so hinge basically so in hinge if you want to sponsor the pod let us know you know what i'm saying no tinder though filtering by religion that's a game changer actually i don't think any of our offers that why waste time man just Set your filters. You know, you know, you know what you can kind of work with and what you can't work with. Tinder's just no go. Tinder, I tried for a bit. I'm not gonna lie, and it's just Essex white girl, Essex white girl, Essex white. Girl. I was like, this is, this is what's the one? Am I wasting time on here? You know what I'm saying? You gotta be realistic. No offense, Listen. no offense if there's any Muslims out there with Essex white girls. I'm sure you can make it work too. But... <laughs> I was just going to say, just going to put in as many terms and conditions to everything you just said there. So, ex-Essex white girl doesn't get offended. Any brown boy dating an Essex white girl or brown girl, we don't discriminate. Just putting it out there. Um, I do. I was going to ask more details about Hinge, but I feel like I'm going to get myself in trouble. But I'm just asking for like the interest of the audience members who may be searching for apps to use. Um, the religion filter, is it effective or not really effective? Yeah, it's effective. It's it's bringing up mostly Muslim women. I've got a location on there as well, so I think once you've like reached everyone that's of that field, then it broadens out. But like, its algorithm's pretty algorithm. Algorithm's pretty good. Like, it it basically watches what you like, and I don't know how, but it brings up women that are similar. So they all start to look like how you like aesthetically hey, after a while. Us. It's not um, there. It's really good app. I'm not gonna lie. Fair play. Um, while we're on this topic, like for those at home, we don't 
for the, the like the lads don't actually talk to each other because we have like a big WhatsApp group, but everyone's busy doing their own life. So like we literally hop on the pod and leave. So like I don't know anything about Fu. Me and Fu had a little heart to heart for like twelve minutes last week and and that's yeah. about it. Yeah, um, literally. Where where did you meet where did you meet your partner? I don't know her name, so I can't just be like hey. Oh, in, in my DMs. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh for a friend, man. For a friend and then yeah, that's it. We got we got it cooking, man. How long did you go? Oh, 15. Oh, man, been a minute. Fair play. Mm. All right, cool. Uh, well, that's relationship status out of the way. Um, yeah, man. I feel like it's time to talk about football. Uh, for those listening... Uh, I've, got, and... I've got a quick dilemma, though, quickly before we get... Sorry, I've just, I've just, I'm fresh off this dilemma, right? And now it just happened to me. Yeah, I'm going to give you a bit of context quickly and we'll get how we can do with the advice. Hey, all I'm going to say so we have a... F, F this chat about football. This is the stuff I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, this is about football loosely, yeah? So we have a block booking. I hope he's not listening. He might be here. At our seven aside session. Yeah. So you pay four hundred pounds for ten weeks up front. Yeah. Mm. It works out cheaper, and everyone pays, and you you're done. And it's seven aside. So there's thirteen players, and are all happy with each other. Some are good, some are less good, but it's okay. Everyone runs. There's one awful, awful player. Like he's invisible, mm. right? So whoever has him each week, it's like a, a massive hindrance. Whatever team he's on loses, right? And I'm unofficially in charge of this block booking. I didn't choose it. It's just I'm the only one that was organised enough to sort it out. So I'm getting all the, yo, you got next. And this block booking's got one week left, by the way. So it's about time to ask everyone for the money again and run another 10 weeks. Mm. Seven men have said to me, I'm not playing if he's in. The games aren't Seven. fit. Seven men have met, like, said to me, bro, we're not coming. We're not playing another block if he's wow. in because he's making the games too unfair. So wait, but is I've he invisible or bad? On a Friday. He's invisible, bro. Like, whatever team he's on, he's just... He might as well not be there. You know, one of them ones that you can't actually even give him the ball and get Put him back. in goal, man. Put him in right. goal. He, do, he, won't st- he won't stay in goal for long enough. Everyone's on the... Because you can't say your shit stay in goal. Everyone does a two-goal team. So as soon as he's... Well, centre-back. Centre-back. Centre centre-back. So, centre he just there stops the ball. Oh, no, no, Roger, like, I've no, played no. in this game. I've played in this game. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Do, yeah. If he plays centre-back, he's getting overrun for days. Just, so it's Why? like that's, that's a nice guy front. you got to see him around it, it's not working bro I promise you I mean, when I say 10 week block booking he's played in 8 straight and it's all awful there's no solution <laughs> does he so pay how is he paid? politely bro, he's paid Saka's been Saka's been in his kitchen like Pep before the Spurs match thinking of some kind of tactic to incorporate him bro, right wing back left wing back politely <laughs> you know I'm saying we've done that all I took him on 3 weeks put the best player with the worst player it's not levelling up. He's too bad compared to the how much better yeah, this mean, guy is than everyone else. So, yeah. you got how do you pull out someone it? out of a football group? Yeah. I mean, you've got to say, you've got to work on your game, bro. Just got to be straight to him. We've got to see some improvement. You reckon? But yeah, but this he guy's needs to watch like... motivational videos. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like... All these boys are like 35. If you ask him to go work on a shoot and you think he's going to go, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be in the yard tomorrow. I need to... Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 were me and him on the same team last time, Sakib? Can you remember? I'm trying to remember. He, I, I cannot believe that like this guy is obviously a part of this WhatsApp group, so he might just stumble across this pod at some point and you've actually mm. just outed him <laughs> on a pod that goes that... worldwide. <laughs> All I'm saying is, yeah, I haven't tried to kick him out. I'm just saying, I'm just a... I'm, I'm in charge of this group chat and this is what the man are telling me. So I've got to do something about it. He's I don't go. know what got, to do about it. You send, it, send him uh, Kauri Matoma's dissertations. Read that. See if you can improve your dribbling. <laughs> then we go from there. 
Yeah, the guy yeah, at the yeah, Arsenal top. Yeah, R- Rambo told me about him. Rambo said he's dead. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, nah. I didn't. <laughs> Listen, I I roll up from Leeds down to Watford here and there, and I'll just go, yo, get me in a, get me a game. Saki will just go and push someone out to get me in. So I don't want to upset anyone. Yeah, Rambo can um, play. You know, Rambo can play. I can't lie. Hey, we all right. You know, we all right. Um, kick him. It's Jamie yeah, Vardy. This is the guy I'm thinking of. Great. There's no <laughs> chat about Jamie Vardy in any podcast anymore. Um, yeah, sack him. I feel. I feel. Yeah, get uh, kick him. It's time for him to go. Yeah. So you yeah, the thing is, before, ever. The thing is, yeah. You know what's techie is that he's a regular in peace. Mm. Do you get? Like, yeah. There's no issue with him peeing. Someone, someone's happy to take that spot. We'll still have 14. Oh. It'll just be a better quality and better game. Is he, it's not like- is, he fr- is he friends with everyone in there? Uh, Enza, like I don't know how to describe Enz through like he's not my brethren, but I see him. I, I see him at the mosque on Juma, and I've got a. I can't. I can't just kick him out without a reason. I'm saying I'm going to see. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Create, create a new group. Yeah. Create a new group with not him not in it. Yeah. And then when he says when he says like why is this? Oh, this has died. As you're not organising. Like, we're regular. Just say, just say you're not the one that's organising it. Where you just got a message. And say it was first come first come first serve. Sorry, you you didn't get there in time. Yeah, like just say <laughs> that he's not in the group. One, you, know? <laughs> you are not, you are not the organizer, and someone that he doesn't really know like that is organizing it, and they just put mm. him in the group chat. Do you get it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I might just deflect it completely. What a great yeah. answer! I'm trying to find <laughs> yeah. out solutions where I'm still here. I could just remove. No, myself. no, no. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's smart. Just blame do that. And him, yeah, yeah. Blame someone else and say, but it's calm. I'll still buck you front right, front row on on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there front row on Fridays I'll be there save I'll, me a spot I feel like Fu you got some mad experience of this that was too fluid yeah. too fair Raj and Fu you two backstabbers man the way you just no, no. to kick <laughs> you got a lie but you have to believe in your own lie uh, yeah and I believe in the great I believe in the greater good man you're affecting too many people if you got one guy destroying people's entertainment yeah, if he's dead at football and and he's just yeah. ruining the thing, you just have to lie, but be like, make sure that you believe in that lie. Like that lie is real; it's not even a lie anymore. In my head, it's real. If he's that much worse than everyone else, he can't be enjoying it either. As well, no, he does. That's the problem. He does. No, he does. <laughs> the man, the man, there, they don't care. Yeah, isn't it? Like they the don't thing, care. The thing about these guys is like they believe that they're actually good at football and that causes a conflict in their mind because when they play a game like seven aside i've been on this guy's team he chats to me like he's my dad and i'm like you are you you don't chat to me basically but i don't know these boys so i can't say anything to him so i know he's getting in the car going oh top performance for me tonight i've done everything tonight i don't know box to box this and that and honestly I'm, i'm in the car behind going you have literally lost us this game and Saki's going, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So I, I think it's just time to kick him yeah. in the way the boys said. Yeah. You get, some, you, get, you get some man that can, uh, are the athletes at least. They'll just put you in the wall or something. They're like units. Like you're not that either. So that's what I'm saying. You're invisible. So it's cool. I'm going to go with food solution. New group chat and I wasn't in it. Perfect. That's Thank it. You, no, but, uh, no worries. I think we've stumbled across a sensational segment here. If, you, if you're sat here listening to this and you've got a football dilemma or even a relationship dilemma, send it in to us. We'll give you a solution. It might not work, but we'll give you the solution. And it may require some backstabbing, but we take no responsibility for that. Terms and conditions apply. Anyway, Hinge, uh, Friday Prayer, 
lads in Arsenal tops, let's get get that out of the way. Uh, let's start the burning topic from this week, which is Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool. Seeing as we've got two Liverpool fans in here, Saki obviously being a Watford fan, and me trying to be as neutral as possible. I feel that I don't really know where to start with this conversation. Liverpool have lost again, 3-0 to Wolves. I don't think it's ever been this bad for Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp in terms of performances. They've definitely lost games. Oh, oh no, actually, was it the COVID season when Liverpool lost six home games? Mm, yeah. Was this as bad as then? Yeah. Okay, so we're, we're basically... Because, because we were still able to get top four. All right. So, on that note then, what do Liverpool do in the current situation? What does Klopp do? Who are you blaming? You just give me your thoughts and we'll go from there. Fru, you can go first. I don't blame Klopp. I blame the owners for not backing Klopp. Because there's no way in hell Klopp Klopp is saying, I don't want to sign anybody. I don't think we need a midfielder. I don't think we need defenders. I don't think we need an attacking force. I don't think Klopp's like that. So I feel like if Klopp's not getting the backing, then we can't blame Klopp. Do you know what I mean? Like when Klopp is great, we know. We know we all know Klopp is a great manager. When he's on his game, we know what he's about. But he's just not getting the backing. So I can't I can't really blame Klopp. The all the good stuff he brought into our lives as being a Liverpool fan, it's like, it's crazy. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I can't blame Klopp. Not one bit, to be honest with you. It's Raj, me and you had a conversation months and months back about Klopp's lack of ruthfulness. I don't even know if that's a word, but I feel like it should be. Um, that was on one of the first word. podcasts, I think. First podcast episode. Yeah. And from what Fuji said then... I, look, my feeling is, just putting my thought out there very quickly, a manager has to be able to walk into the door to the owners or whoever and go, I want X, Y, and Z. And maybe they go, you can't have this and you can't have that, but we'll give you this. I don't know if Klopp is doing that at the moment at Liverpool, which is what Raj, you were saying last time as well. Are you still of that opinion? Because I think I've seen your tweet saying a bit of both. Yeah. I, I was fully backing Jurgen Klopp 100% to the hilt in this issue at the start of the season. And then as a, as a start of the season, we didn't go too well first few games. But I think there's been some new important information that's come to light since then. And I think the club is actually falling apart structurally. And I think Jurgen Klopp has had a big hand in it falling apart. In terms of transfers, him and Pep Linders, there's a lot of reports coming out now having a much bigger say on transfers, contract renewals, such as Jordan Henderson. Michael Edwards, the former sporting director, was firmly against the renewal of Henderson on a four-year contract. Transfers, Edwards, Julian Ward, the new sporting director, Ian Graham, the head of research, they feel they're not being listened to as much. That's because the influence has gone to Klopp and Linders. And I agree with Fu, the owners haven't backed him enough. They haven't spent enough. But some of that is Jurgen Klopp's doing as well. It was his decision not to sign Mateus Nunez in the summer as a central midfielder. And you saw what he did to Liverpool's midfield on a number of occasions this season already. He would have made a but big, I, big I think, difference. Sorry to cut you off, Raj. I think with that, it's because we had all our eggs in one basket with Tuchemeni. Oh, yeah. Like, we thought yeah. we were going to get Tuchemeni. Did you get? I genuinely yeah, thought yeah. we were going to get him. Yeah, so, I agree. I see the reasoning of blocking. Okay, if he says we're allowed to get one centre midfielder, I don't want anyone else but Tuchemeni. Yeah, I agree That's with that. That's what I believe Klopp but was I, thinking, was thinking yeah. about what you get. 
Yeah, hundred percent. So, I agree with you there. That that was definitely Klopp's thinking. But I actually have a problem with that line of thinking. I think you need to be more flexible. You can't just say I, I want two or many or nothing. Because then his line was, we try for two or many, but we've got enough in the squad. And he was clearly wrong in that regard, rejecting people like Nunes, not going for any other backup targets. I know for a fact um, Enzo Fernandez was actually liked by the club as well in the summer when Benfica signed him. And he he didn't have any interest in him uh, because Liverpool actually have two very good scouts in South America identifying talent. But none of these suggestions are being listened to. And, and that, I think, is a big reason why Michael Edwards, who I think was key to constructing this team, uh, that won the Champions League and Premier League, left the club because he felt the influence wasn't being listened to by Klopp, Pep Linders and the coaching staff. Um, you got to remember, Jurgen Klopp wanted Mario Goetze initially ahead of Sadio Mane. <laughs> Jurgen Klopp wanted <laughs> Julian Brandt instead of Mo Salah. Michael Edwards had a big, big uh, role in constructing this team. And I feel like Klopp has forgotten that and has tried to take too much influence away from those above him. And now people like Cody Gagpo, Honestly, I think that is definitely a coaching staff signing. He doesn't fit into any of the metrics we see that Liverpool normally go off, which is normally expected goals, tallies and things like that. He doesn't fit tactically in any specific role. Um, and I think it, it it looks like it definitely was a coaching staff signing rather than anyone in the analytics department. So I think Klopp's actually played a hand in this. And number two, I think not only the structural mess that's now been caused, the second thing is Klopp has been very tactically poor this season I think before the World Cup it looked like he might have stumbled onto a solution there were three big wins against Man City Spurs and Napoli where Klopp went okay we're not playing very well here we don't have the midfielders to play my style of football let's sit deeper be a bit more pragmatic and counter-attack teams the one against Man City was a counter-attacking masterclass but now suddenly the World Cup comes and after the World Cup he goes I think we need to go back to our original style. He ditched that pragmatism and started going back to his old style where he's pressing high again. And the gaps in midfield are just enormous. He doesn't he doesn't have the personnel for that style of play. So he needs to be more flexible tactically. I think that's been another big problem. My argument with this is, I hear all the transfer stuff, definitely. Definitely. I think the Liverpool owners haven't backed him like four or five of the other big teams in the league, right? But what I will say is having a look at it, and I obviously don't know as much as you guys who watch Liverpool week in, week out, but just on paper, Salah is one of the best right-wingers in the league, and maybe the best. Trent and Robertson were supposedly the best in their position in the last two, three years. Maybe even as of last year, Trent wasn't, but Robertson was still considered the best left-back in the league. Alisson's considered the best keeper in the league. Thiago's considered one of the best midfielders in the league. Nunes is bright, he is promising, he's a chaos, but he's, he's not awful. So for me, on paper, that team's still not a team that loses 3-0 to Wolves, loses 3-0 to Brighton. Like, it shouldn't be that bad. I understand. I agree. Like, if you were fifth right now, I'd say, yeah, fair enough. Where are you? Are you ninth? Tenth? Ninth, tenth, tenth yeah. That, tenth. Klopp has to have, there has to be some responsibility and mm. some blame laid at his door. Mm. You can't just be, it can't be solely a transfer thing. And I know the club's up for sale or whatever, but just game by game, something's not yeah. right. Are they not playing for him? I saw like Henderson and Milner on the bench and when Klopp was losing it. And it, it, Henderson's quite animated normally. And it looked a bit, there's a bit of apathy there. It was a bit of, oh, he's going off again. Kind of if, I'm not a body language expert, but it just felt a bit like, oh, we're a bit tired of you. Salah doesn't look, Salah looks like he regrets the contract. Like All the body language is just a bit wrong. Apart from maybe Alisson, I think, who looks like he's given 100%. Mm. So, I don't know. Is this just a natural ending? I'll be surprised. Who's really done it that long? Fergie, Wenger, that's it. 
Like, who's been yeah. great as a manager for 10 years? Maybe it's just, yeah. it's what happens. You get bored well, of the no, boys. I 100% agree with you. The crop's definitely underperformed. And I think you're right. Something in the dressing room is all right. And tactically, I think he's been poor. Uh, I've got, I, I have an opinion. I was saying uh, to my dad earlier, actually, I said, if Sean Dyche was managing Liverpool this season, with the quality in that squad, Liverpool being the top four race. I don't. I don't think it's that crazy to say. I don't think it's that crazy to say. Klopp is underperforming, brother. He, do bright man for man are Brighton better? Are man for man or Wolves no, better? No, no. But I, I think, <laughs> I think with all due respect to Sean Dyche, he's gone to Everton who have players that will work to the way he wants to play. Trent doesn't start for Sean Dyche. Uh, Salah probably doesn't even start for Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche changes the system of how this team plays. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, I hear what you're saying on a paper level. You're going, Sean Dyche gets more out of these players. But does Sean Dyche even know how to coach players of this sort of uh, talent or this sort of style? It's completely different to managing. Well, like Rambo, we saw Thomas Tuchel, what he did. He went very, very pragmatic with that set of Chelsea players. These, these are some very elite players there. And he managed to be a defensive coach and won a Champions League, got them in the top four both both occasions. So why can't Jurgen Klopp do something like Thomas Tuchel did? Because the philosophy is completely different. Like I keep hit a lot of people have been saying to me, Klopp needs to change his idea or Klopp needs to change this. But like how do I liken this to something normal? Um if an architect's but, built go on. Oh, you sound like you're going to make a great point as soon as you said the word architect. So finish that one. That sounded stylish. <laughs> hey, that was that was classic case of brown man just saying a long word and other brown man going, hey, you go, you go, you go. You got the big long word. <laughs> um, I feel like it's like an architect who built four football stadiums or four buildings and on the fifth one, it's not working as as well as the last few and someone's thinking of pulling the funding away a little bit and, they're, oh, and then they're going, Ashley, can you just change the way you build things? He was like, no, like this is this is how I've built the last four and it's worked. So I feel like Klopp's kind of in that situation where he's going, I've done, go on, go on, Saki. So that is my question to you. Like, I know what Pep's is. No matter who's playing or who he signs and who's in the lineup, I know what that is. Klopp's was high energy, right? High energy in your face, high press, hard working midfield, but it's not that at the moment. So it's like, like Man City will lose, but you still know what Pep was trying to do. The ethos doesn't mm. change. And you're saying that the philosophy, he shouldn't change it, but it's not there right now. It's non-existent clock philosophy. So then it's neither here nor there. Then. Hey, that's what I'm saying. That's why you need to adapt. I mean, if you can't do your base philosophy, you need to find something else. Well, I think it would be a case of losing you know playing high energy football. Give Klopp the money. That's all. <laughs> like Klopp doesn't want to play, let's be real, Chamberlain. And people like he doesn't want to, he doesn't want these guys, but he's got nothing to work with. Half of the man well, he did. He had forty million to work with in January, and he bought Gapo. Exactly. That is the yeah, best key, I key point. A, I support a championship team, bro. You can't laugh at forty million. That changes our life. So I'm looking no, at no. you guys like, why do you just spend forty million on on that? Be, that's a, that's a key Gakpo. point. Gapo isn't a Klopp signing. I don't that, think that Gapo. So who who was it? I couldn't tell you. I think it's that was it, a I'll panic you, buy or something like to sh- just. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you who I'm it was. Answers for that. It was the man who said in November, "This guy is going to be the missing piece." It's Pep Linders. That's what he said about Cody Gagpo in November before these rumors even started. And who gave Pep Linders more authority in recruitment? It's been confirmed in an article as well by journalist Jurgen Klopp. 
All right. I'm going to put a few caveats out there. <laughs> who Who is the journalist? What was the article? Question. Melissa, Melissa Reddy. All right, I'm not going to put no dirt on anyone's name because Melissa Reddy works for Sky. And so do I. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, one thing I would definitely say is I'm I'm never completely convinced on articles around football. I'm never convinced on whoever it is that writes it, regardless of it being David Ornstein or Fabrizio Romano uh, to whoever it is. I, I'm never convinced. Sack, if you work at a football club, and I'm sure you can back this, there are times where I think people will write things because that's their belief or because they've had a whisper from somewhere. But football clubs are all about smoke and mirrors. And football clubs, and in Sakib's job, comms people will be giving details to media and going, oh, it's actually, it's this one. It's, this is the story. They lead with that for one reason. Something else is happening under the radar. I think that's kind of how football clubs run. It's almost like a, it's like, it's like politicians or the government just on a sports level. I think the, the thing is, like... If Melissa Reddy just just as this per, this particular example, I'm not saying for a second she's lying, but if if she is allowed to write that about Liverpool and Liverpool currently again a lot of stick for Cody Gakpo and Pep Pep and Jurgen Klopp, there is no way she gets that access again. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like me going, Raj doesn't wash his hands before he does an operation. You are not going to be allowed to do the next operation, bro. You're getting kicked out of your job. <laughs> or like, if I, I just, I just, if the general medical council are listening here, I've got the top hygiene with my hands. <laughs> um, but I just feel like I, I, I do not argue for a minute about what people write. Like she may be onto the right thing. She may be saying something that she's been told. She might be giving information that she thinks is correct, and and it may well be. But what I'm saying is, there's lots of things that happen in between. Um, I, I do agree, though. I agree with Fu. I don't think Gakpo was a very um, Klopp signing. But I think mm. Liverpool are, are sort of in a situation, and Klopp as well, where they have to buy whatever's available. Um, mm. they're, they're like transfer like policies very different to other clubs. Like City, if City right now had five days left of the transfer window after getting rid of Cancelo, I guarantee you they will go and buy any left-back that they want. They don't have a restriction of like, it's got to be a left back who's available or nearly out of contract. Roger's about to spit. No, but on. I don't agree. I don't agree. Like a Kanji for fifteen million. When's the last time Liverpool did something as smart as that? Um, don't get me wrong. Kanji's probably not great, but he looks great in Pep system. Blah blah. But when's the last time Liverpool done something as smart as by a, a yeah. first team player like that? Yeah, it's been, a long time. it's been a long time because the recruitment staff haven't been given the weight they did before when they were signing people like Robertson for 8 million, Wijnaldum for 20. That philosophy has gone. And Rambo, going back to your point about they had to buy who's there, there's plenty of midfielders who have gone in the January transfer window. Azadine Unahi, he would have been a perfect fit in this Liverpool midfield. He's physical. He carries the ball well. Went to Marseille from Angers, 8 million. No money well, at all. But here's, the other, here's the other question. Why, if he's this good, why the fuck has he gone to Marseille? Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, fine. But, Why did Enzo Fernandez go to Benfica from River Plate, yeah. and now he's at Chelsea? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, he's that th- th- that point you just made there. I think is exactly why Liverpool didn't buy X, Y, and Z player because they, there's a reason these players have to stop somewhere in between. Um, mm. I think like if Liverpool were to get the exact midfielder they wanted, it would be Jude Bellingham or it'd be Enzo Fernandez or it'd be Moses Carcedo. Liverpool are waiting for that deal. I don't think that's the right strategy, by the way, because I think they'll all be gone. Um, but in that sense, that like, I, I just don't, I feel like availability is a massive thing for Liverpool uh, in the market, and they just don't buy players that are not available. Essentially, 
Mm. I have a question for all three of you yeah, now. If you... Where, where, uh, where is Jude Bellingham ending up in this summer coming now? Has anyone's mind Not changed? Liverpool. I'm a, you know what? I'm going to be real. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me be real on this one. With the Jude thing, I always see these rumours uh, coming to Liverpool in the summer. Da, 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 da. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. And as soon as I see the Liverpool rumours, I see the Real Madrid. He's opted for Real Madrid. This, that, Real Madrid. I don't know where to go with. In the beginning of the season, I would have told you, yeah, he's coming to Liverpool because of uh, what happened during the World Cup with Henderson, just, you know, grabbing him, chatting to him, twerking for him and that. <laughs> but I would have thought, yeah, I would have thought it would have come to Liverpool. But now, I honestly don't know, man. Is Liverpool a club where you'd want to come to right now? It doesn't no, look I like it's think... a place to be, but I hope he does come. But I th- yeah, I've got a feeling Gundogan might be out the door. Yes. I think Pep. I think Pep's going serious rebuild this summer if he stays. So I think Gundogan might be out the door. I think Bernardo Silva's still upset and he might be out the door. So I think City are going to try and flex muscle and make a big signing, whether that's Jude Bellingham or not. I'm not sure. And I think Florentino Perez has dreams of a Camavinga, up many and Bellingham midfield because he knows it's just going to be like just a flossiest, droopiest young midfield, and it's the next Crazy. generation. Like on paper, you can market that as the next midfield for the next 20, 15, 20 years. If that ever happens, if that ever happens, I will make sure that midfield three have to wear a bust down chain whilst playing football. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how crazy that midfield three is? They have to wear. I think Jude's quite smart like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, just as in, like it's 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 almost like the cool thing to do. Like English midfielder goes to Real Madrid, like aesthetically, marketing wise, Mm. and from. Hearing him speak, hearing how involved his parents are, like how he didn't go to United and the other big teams already went Dortmund, a bit left. I think he might do the slightly left thing, but it's my opinion. Yeah, I think also... You can't even be angry at that. It's whether he's attracted by the thing of becoming the star man for Liverpool. Because for Real Madrid, they've got plenty of stars there. Vinicius, they'll sign one of Haaland or Mbappe, I'm sure they will, in the next few years. He'll become a maybe third in line there. Liverpool, I think he can, that temptation of becoming the new Gerard is definitely there, especially with them now going Liverpool going through a low. He can be the man to bring them back to glory. It's whether he's attracted by that, I don't know. But can he? Can he? Is he? Does he know that I am not transformative? I'm good. I'm great for my age, and I'm great in my position for my age. Jude Mellingham is not an Mbappe signing that changes, like wins you a league, nor like or Haaland. Like he needs, he needs still. He'll need good attackers with him. He'll need good partners. Like I know it's, it sounds like it's something you say for every position, but I definitely feel like Jude Bellingham is. He'll look better in a better team with better players. Is he gonna? Is he gonna put a club on his shoulders? Is he a franchise player? As they say in NBA, I don't know. But the, I think what we're forgetting, star. what we're forgetting, like we got Diaz. We got Diego Jota. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like they, we got them to come back. Diaz, unbelievable footballer. So like, he's gonna play alongside these guys. Then mm-hmm. yeah, he can see. Okay, yeah, I'm but a man here. It, if the, but if, if he, the, the rumor you know, obviously that's stupid. Vinicius, and you know forget, saying, forget. Like, yeah, yeah, Valverde, and that. That's yeah. And it's, 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 you gotta bear in mind, like this move is probably the one that's. 21 to 26. This contract probably ages 21 to 26, right? He's not winning a... Tr- he'll be trophyless by the time he leaves Dortmund, I think. Mm. Most likely. I don't know. I, I don't think they won anything. They won the, uh, they won the DFB, the DFB Pokal two years ago. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, two years. Okay, so he's won that. He's not going to really want to go five, six years in the team that's about to be good. He wants to go in and win a league and a cup in his first year and maybe his second mm. year as well. Then his CV looks good. He, yeah, you're right there because so, he, Real Madrid already got that elite setup around him. Whereas Liverpool, I don't think Jude will actually fix the whole thing. They need two or three midfielders. Yeah, so that's actually, no, Jude interesting will, point. He, is it, he's a step in the right getting, direction. Yeah. So are Liverpool better off getting two and three midfielders with that money or are they better off getting Jude? No, get Jude and it's a statement. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Get Jude's a statement. Spend that 130, 140 mil. Spend that. That's a statement. Do you know what I mean? I think like, you build a better team around Salah still. Because you can't move Salah now. You can't really Salah's move so straight, him. Salah's a straight He's an expensive asset that you're carrying. If you're talking business, he's an expensive asset that you're carrying and you're probably going to have to carry for the next three years because no one's coming in for the 100, 150 million that you could have got last year. So rather than waste that, get him two, three good midfielders and build a team that's ready to win now, rather than bidding on Jude and kind of hoping in the next two, three years, the team kind of comes together. Salah's 34. Now you've got to replace your right winger. Oh, and then now Alisson's 35. Van Dijk's 36. Now you've got to replace that bit and that bit. Like, If we had new owners right now, we would have had Jude right now. That's how I see it. I see it. These owners don't want to spend... They don't want to spend that much on Jude right now. They don't. They don't care about the club. That's the key question. So if Liverpool get new yeah. owners, then it's no brainer. Get Jude, and you'll be able to. Afford yeah, get Jude. Get anyway. Jude, and get the others. Get the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> get the others. Get Jude, and get the others. That's what it is. That's it. Build a superstar team, man. That's it. But Fu, you just said you're annoyed at Salah. Why are you annoyed at Salah? He's frustrating me, man. I'm being so real. Let's be. Let's be honest here. We all love and adore Salah, yeah. But come on, man. You're meant to be the guy that we're meant to look up to when there's no hope. When we have no hope, we've got Salah on the pitch. He's the one that can turn it round. It could be nil-nil, 89th minute, this guy's going to score. Salah's going to score. But I haven't seen anything from him now. No. Since that World Cup, I haven't seen nothing. Has he even scored? He is yeah, he assisted, has. But yeah, yeah. Uh, and he scored against Leicester, didn't he, or something? But this is, this, this is tiring. Like... Now it's got to the stage where people are comparing we should have let Salah go and not Mane. That's mad to me. The thing is, this is where people I, get I lost. I wasn't against it. that, I'll be real. No, huh? Brother, it, it, like, think about it. You cashed out, out Mane for £35 million when you already had Diaz as a replacement lined in. You could have fetched £120 million for Salah and started all over again, like, plug bear gaps. Now, who, who would you bought Salah, as a right winger? There's not many know, right wingers around. Back to this Bakayo, Bakayo. <laughs> like, no chance. I'm playing ultimate team. As in, it, it doesn't have to be direct, direct. Like when you can replace other, your right winger might not be your best player anymore, but you might have got two quality centre mids. Mm. It's just, mm. yeah, he's frustrated, man. He needs to pattern up. He needs I, to pattern up. I'll put it out there. I feel like he's not, He's he was naturally going to struggle. That front three does not serve him anymore. That front three... Like, there's two moments in the Wolves game where Nunez is in and he's got to square it to Salah. Like, Salah's got an open Oh, yeah, yeah. First Nunez half, took on yeah. two half volleys. I was like, look, I love you. I do actually love you, Darwin. But you're, some of the decisions you've made at times, like, Salah gets a couple of tap-ins. Nunez gets a couple of assists. You're cooking. Like, you're like, hey, we're, we're in good business. But Salah, at the moment, is he's on his own. Like, the ball's coming to him. And he, every time he gets it, you know when you know, we were chatting about five-a-side, seven-a-side players earlier, you know them, them boys that, like, they play up top. They haven't had a shot in two or three minutes. The next time they get it, wherever they are on the pitch, they're shooting. 
that's basically mm. become Salah now. Like he's getting the ball and he's going, I mm. have to do something every time. Whereas before it was like Sadio might chip in, he might square one to me on a plate, I'll tap it in, or Firmino's gonna drop off, create a bit of space for me. Salah right now is like on his own. Like the ball's not getting to him. And I actually feel sorry for him to be fair, because it feels like Klopp's had mm. a word in his ear and said, Don't get vexed at the young boys. So every time he's ready to flip, he's he's almost like stopping himself from flipping because he's like, oh, allow it, allow it. It's the, it. Darwin's learning, Cody's learning, the boys Have are learning. Go. Have a go. Uh, yeah, but he's we not. Need to he see looks something. sad, bro. He looks sad. Like we he's not see. there. He's not there to raise these man. He wants to. He is a winner. Yeah, he yeah. wants the crazy CV. He wants 25, 30 a season. He wants. Couple of years ago, couple seasons ago, we were all screaming Salah Ballon d'Or and that, bro. Yeah, but this no, is he's a baller. Sam, he's a baller, but. Yeah, I know, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just low, it's frustrating me. Show your think, anger on the pitch, Salah. That's all. We I think need. Rambo, Rambo, you stumbled onto an interesting point. The front three dynamic has completely changed. It's not serving. Brother, I did not stumble. I studied. <laughs> yeah, he studied it then. Um, but you, yes. before Roberto Firmino was there as the conduit, as the man to just supply the wide forwards, act as the glue whilst they stayed further up the pitch and ran in behind. And I think this is another problem. Liverpool have lost their vision over how they're trying to build this attack. They should have been all in on Christopher Nkunku. He is the Roberto Firmino successor. There's not many players like that around. Nkunku was the guy. And in the reports in some of the media, apparently Liverpool were very keen on him. But Klopp and Linders apparently went for Cody Gagpo. That, that I think, and he is not. He, they tried to play him as a false nine. It's not working at all. He's not a good fit for that Ugh. role. And I think it's had that knock-on smells. effects on Mo Salah. All right, I just hear a lot of problems. We we are here to find solutions. Um, one thing I will say is Jota's back next week. I think uh, Luis Diaz, as as Fu said, is someone that Luis Diaz lo- uh, sorry Fu loves. Liverpool do need a little bit of rogueness up top that's got quality. Darwin at the moment is rogue, but not with quality. Uh, and then you've got Van Dyke back in a week. So in free, like in essence, I think Klopp is actually going, hopefully Jota or Diaz land and get going straight away. And that can change everything. Because at like the Wolves game, you think about the game, Liverpool lost 3-0. Darwin had three very good chances. Gakpo had a chance. And then Robertson had that chance, which was cleared. And Salah had half a chance. If Darwin scores one of those, and it's now 1-1 or 2-1, the game's completely different. And all of a sudden, like you're on it. So I don't know. So why yeah, but... <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because but he, I, I, leaked, I they leaked three at the other end. That's the you're, problem. You're, you're you're eleven points from fourth. Yeah, at this point, what was there left? What are we on? Are we on like twenty-one games or something? Twenty-two, something yeah, like yeah, that. I don't know. We've got eighteen Locked games up. left. Eighteen games to make an eleven-point gap. It's doable, but Game let's in say hand. you're four or five games. You're four or five games away from that full-strength squad as well. At this point in time, I'd focus all my energies on Champions League. And your squad needs so much surgery, I would start now. I would start having a conversation now. Listen, Henderson, find yourself somewhere to go in the summer. Milner, find somewhere to go. Fabinho, find somewhere to go. Then you can, you, then you know what kind of wages you're working with. You know what transfer kit you... I think you need to start planning that now. Write this season off domestically. Focus on the Champions League if you can maybe able to fluke a run there and hit the restart. Like these, I like that he's playing Bayetic. Is that his name? Bayetic? Bayetic, yeah. That's just it. Like, bleed him in. Maybe even Thiago. Sorry, brother. You're going to be leaving at the end of the season with playing a new... Like, there's so much surgery to be done. You genuinely need four midfielders because Fabinho has become 
championship level. Wait, like, chat, chat to me about Fabinho here. Like, Fou, I think I saw your tweet or maybe your Instagram story. What has happened to Fabinho? It, it's, it's scary, you know. Do you know how scary that is? Seeing a guy that was considered the best CDM in the Premier League. Tough. Nobody knows what he's on now. But it's he possible looks 40, it has to be. He looks 47. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This guy looks old, bro. He looks you know like what? he's got no more meat in his legs. That drastic, you know. You know, I can't He's got no more meat in his legs. This guy just needs to retire, focus on family, focus on everything else. Because uh, yeah, playing at Liverpool is not for it. It's not for him, man. It's not for him. What do you reckon you could picture him genuinely? Like genuinely, what you reckon? Like, with someone giving twenty, thirty-five mil. Nah, thirty mil, easy. Atletico, Diego Simeone. Yeah, Simeone would love a midfielder like that. I thought it would be 15, mm. to be honest with you. But if, yeah, 30, I wouldn't mind that. To, to be fair, though, wasn't Ox rumoured to leave for 15? So if you get an Ox who's like 31 yeah. and has only played like five or six games a season for the last four or five, you could probably squeeze 30 for English, Fabinho. English, English. He's English. I'm guessing a Don primi- as well. Get him out. Mm. Get, like, English, I'm just though, trying, like, Training, yeah. Like, every day you're turning up and, like, if I'm Mo Salah and I'm turning and I'm still seeing Ox there, like, I'm still seeing Hendo. Like I'm, I'm probably thinking, "Yo, man, come on, like refresh the squad, give me a chance." Like I would, th- I do think motivation is just low in general. Like they're just that, bored. That's what Rambo that's we were saying about Klopp's ruthlessness. Part of that ruthlessness is not getting rid of players and forcing them out the door. He came out with some quotes saying, "I can't force players to leave." No, Jurgen, you can force players to leave. Look at what Sir Alex Ferguson did. He kicked David Beckham out the door. David Beckham was world class. He kicked Yap Sam out the door. Yap Sam was world class. You bro, these are like just Cancelo, bro. Last week, I was going like, to say that's the most recent yeah. example. That like you're giving faith in Rico Lewis, like that's unbelievably ruthless. It might backfire. It might be a bit mm. cocky, but come on, I, man. I, don't, like, I don't think it's cocky. I think Pep's actually gone Cancelo. Like you're just not at it, so you're gone. Who who got rid of Sacco? Was that Klopp or Rogers? That was Klopp. That was Klopp. He's lost that ruthlessness. Mm. Because he had no he had no attachment he had no attachment to Sacco. It was only a few months. He's grown attachment to likes of Henderson, Milner, like they're his sons, and now he can't mm. get rid of them. I think with Henderson we can't just until we get Jude in it. Send him to Sunderland, man. They're getting they're getting promoted. If, if, he can go back to the Mako. If Henderson can get us Jude, then give Henderson another four, three more years. Okay, he can be a cleaner. I'll give him that. Do you know what I mean? If Henderson is the reason why, if Jude said the reason why I joined Liverpool and Henderson is has a big, massive part to play, we can't let him go. I, the the fall off has been crazy, man. Like it was seven months ago, they were gonna they were in for four trophies. Seven mm. months later, like I just don't know how a switch can flick like that. Like that is actually, it's like it it's like Space Jam. Like something has happened in that dressing room. Someone's drank the wrong juice and passed it around. Because everyone's sort of like stumbled off. Is I feel for Trent as well, man. He's actually Trent. Trent post World Cup defensively, he's actually been very good. Yeah, but yeah. the whole de- yeah, the rest yeah. of the defense has been all over the shop. We we saw it also with um, Chelsea under Mourinho. Mourinho won the title. The next season they finished tenth. So it can definitely happen where it suddenly just crumbles like that. Yeah, but, Conte yeah. as well. I just think it's an accumulation of, like you're saying, the ruthlessness. I would say, like to give examples, I think Matip. Probably one year too long as a starter. Yeah, like yeah, now he should be fourth. Yeah, yeah. 
Firmino. He's played all right, but maybe he should have been out the door this summer. Like, I just feel like everyone stayed maybe six months, nine months, 12 months too long. And it's not a... It's, it's harsh, well, but... They're repeating the error, Sakub, because um, they're offering Firmino a new contract now. And this guy's been injured for a month. He's get he's had a, I think he's had four different injuries in the last year. So they're not learning from their mistakes. So no. I don't see an, uh, them rectifying it as it stands. That's, that's, that's shocking. And it's not just about like, I'm sure he can still play and I'm sure he's still good. It's not that. It's more about refreshing new... New ideas, new new ears to listen to Klopp's. Like he's heard everything Klopp can possibly probably say, right? He's been there when you're losing, winning, drawing, competing for everything. Seventh, like he's experienced every scenario now. So it's a, mon- it's a money door, problem. Get new blood at in. Liverpool, at Liverpool, it's a money problem, bro. Everybody knows there's a problem. We have it in ends. We have it with the mandem. People can't go certain places. Why? Because it's a money problem, bro. <laughs> it's a money problem. That's what it is at Liverpool. It's a money issue. We need new owners. Go- That's then go Trust do what me, he what? used to do. Andy Robertson was eight million. Joe Matip was exactly. free. Yeah, 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 but that was that was special. They're special players, though. Do you get it? Mane like, was Andy twenty-five. Robertson. Salah was only. We four. paid eight He's million, right. eight million for a left back that went like this to Messi. Do you know how special? Do you know how special that is? He went like this to Messi at Anfield. That's special. There's not many. But of there's them there's there's there are those players out there. Enzo Fernandez moved to Benfica from River for eight million or something. Stupid no, but like times that. have changed. Times have changed. Like Casado, eighty million. That's crazy, bro. He should be Andy Robertson prices. He was five a year ago. Yeah, I think the 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 only thing that I, yeah. I would say is when Liverpool got Robertson and a few of the other pl- players as well, Liverpool picking these guys up when people were like, "Oh, this is a good project." Now Liverpool's not a project anymore. Like Liverpool couldn't wait for Calcedo to come to the Premier League and become unreal. Also, Brighton have the best scouting system in the country. And they also have a pool of scouts sat in South America waiting to pick up Moses Calcedo. Liverpool did also scout him before Rod says it that. Did. Um, yeah. But, but, but Rambo, this is, this is where they got it wrong. They had that world-class team. They should have been bedding in these younger guys underneath, ready to come when these guys fell off. Right. Who's more yeah. useful of a bench spot, right? Moses Caicedo for 12 months, let's say, in the last year, or Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. You could have got rid of Chamberlain, got this guy in for four million. I think it wasn't even five. I think Moses Caicedo was three. And you could have yeah. given him that 12 months on the bench and then he would have been ready this year. Like, the bench spots that Liverpool are even wasted on. How much how exactly. much potential is on your bench week in, week out? I feel like they're all 30 plus. Yeah, no, yeah I'm not no... going to lie. Uh, Forrest, Forrest made three changes today and they were better than Liverpool's bench against Wolves. So... Yeah, that's bad. Um, all right, very quick. Let me put forward an idea that I feel like Liverpool should potentially go after. And I think Liverpool generally are going to hate it. But I think Liverpool should throw Nat Phillips back in there and go... Uh, and I, I, when the Nat Phillips thing was going on, I have nothing against him. But I was like, kick it, lump it, keep it away from the goal. Liverpool are so meek and so soft at the back and losing losing every duel, losing every flick on, losing every ground battle, ground duel... Nat Phillips will keep it very simple. And I know it's not glorious to look at, but I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna just say it. Joe Gomez has been too soft on that side, and he's getting pushed off the ball too easily. He's not closing the ball down. The header for the second Wolves goal, I promise you, Nat Phillips puts that on the halfway line. <laughs> and Joe, I just think sometimes you got that is the most basic thing you can do. 
and you just have to fight for results. If that, if, that, if you can just clear the ball halfway up the pitch, you're in a much better situation than trying to pass it out from the back or play diags into your fullbacks when that is just not working. That's just not working, and we're doing the same shit every single week. So try that for a little bit, and then hope Jota and Diaz come in and hit the ground running, because there is no other way to fix this team. I'll be real, I'll be real so real, though. Who's giving him the ball even when Diaz Jota come back? Who's winning you yeah, the ball back and who's giving it to them? This is what I'm doing. I'm suggesting, well, let's go to pure Harambal. I want a 4-4-2 deep mid-block. I want Jota on the left or Diaz on the left. I want Thiago in there, Fabinho in there, and Keita. That flat four. No, we're sitting deep. Then we're going to have a front two of Darwin Nunez and Mo Salah. And we're going to be just kicking balls long into the channels and hoping we get some counter yeah, You took too much inspiration from Sean Dyche's performance. Yeah, <laughs> man. Started the pod by going, Sean Dyche will get his top four. Now he wants to play a 4-4-2. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Everton, Arsenal, the whole 90. Yeah. Let's be who, who, the the thing is, defense, Liverpool can be defensively solid with the system and let the individuals win the match. That's my f- view anyway. I'm saying I'll go 4-2-3-1. That's it. <laughs> just That's put it. any man anywhere. <laughs> right, now, go for a four. right now, just experiment with the Young Bucks, man. Just start Carvalho. Like, we're done. The Premier League, forget about it. Forget. Let's, just, let's just experiment and just... Let's see something that can make us... We can say we're proud. Because right now, it's just long, bro. It's This is a headache to even think about. We've got Everton next week. It's, a, it's long. Football is long, bro. Just bring on Real Madrid. Let us know. Are, are we going to go through? Are we going to beat? Let us know. Because right now, I don't want to play Premier League games anymore. It's just <laughs> everything's frustrating me. Salah dyeing his hair gold. Like It's just all long, man. It's just Nothing makes sense. Everything's a mess. We're a mess, man. We're, we're going through it, bro. Oh, Should Klopp get I, his glasses back? Mess. That's the other question as well. Yeah, forget the contacts like of the laser eye treatment. You're not the same. Yeah, man, just go back to the crooked teeth, the thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> J. Cole said it best, man. Just listen to like, Come on, just just go back to the old ways. Do you know what I mean? We had man them that didn't... You know Mane? Let me tell you about Mane. Let me tell you one thing about Mane that no one realised. Mane didn't care about how he looked like on the pitch. He just wanted to play football. He had that gold stripe for like seven years, bro. Didn't diet. He said, I'm going to diet. for. I want, I want to die that lasts for seven years. So I don't need to go back to it. Serious? He doesn't care about ball, bro. He, I mean, he doesn't care about uh, what he looks like. He just wants to play ball, bro. Puts the yeah. shoes on, no socks, plays. That's it. That's what we need. But, but, yeah, what we need. That, go, that, that goal diet when wasn't have... doing him any favours either because you could tell his hairline Wait. was receding each time. Brother, that's what I'm saying. But if you get a man that doesn't care about looks and just wants to play ball, it's different. Look, look at Everton, Everton's uh, middle three. The man don't care about nothing. They just want to play ball, chase the ball. Woof, woof, woof. Anana hey, was a beast Brother, yesterday. That's what we need. Anana, Decore, and Gay Man. That is a cheat code in the Deitch. Brother, that's what we need. We need man that don't care about looks and just wants to kick ball. Salah Drop. dyeing your hair gold and doing this, posing with Christmas trees and closing your eyes on Eid. Like, come on, man, just play ball, bro. Like, we just need mandibs that are going to play ball. This is frustrating, man. We you, was bro. on top of the world for like four years, four seasons. Even if we was coming second in the league, guess what we said? Next season, we're going to get it. This season, okay, City got it by a point, but next season, we're going to get it. We're down there. Tenth. I didn't even know there was ten teams in the Premier League. There's ten. We're tenth. 
You're about to have to click see more on the table. You know that's when see it's more. Table. Sky Sports you have to go like that. Yeah. I never did that before. Hey. I never knew there's a feature. You go like that. That's what you have to. You have to absolutely commend people that are able to successfully pull off rebuilds. I think it's such an underrated like quality because as we can see right here, like it's to get one eleven and transform that into the second eleven four or five years on, like Fergie style, that is it's one of the greatest skills you can have because so many good managers can't do it. So even um, just wanted to say say that. Diego Simeone probably deserves a bit of praise because he won one league, I think, 2011. Mm. Then he wins in second mm. league in 2020. I think that gets underlooked. Mm. Yeah, massive achievement, man. For me, that's the more of the story. I, 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 put, I honestly believe Klopp is a scary guy. Let's be real. He's like six foot something. When he shouts, you can see the veins. Like You see him bad up managers and, um, and players and referees, fourth officials. We've seen it. Klopp does this to his players, bro. We've seen him at not even the 45th minute, 44th minute, he'd run into the changing room, getting ready to smoke someone. Like, he's running. <laughs> like, if Klopp shouts at you, brother, it's scary, fam. You can just tell. This guy no, is a scary through, guy. Though, through, at what point do you just stop listening? If he's shouting every week, and he has done for eight years, at what point does man on the other end just go, I've heard it all before. Let's be real. In football, yeah, Let's be real. And we're, 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 we are the definition. We're the definition. You need money in order to compete with the best. You need money. Let me tell you why we're the definition. Because we've done it with no money. Was we able to sub- sustain it? No. City just come in, pat, 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 pat. Even when they're winning, they're, they're still leveling up. Haaland, this, that. You need money in order to compete. You need to buy players in order to compete. You need to. I will it. say, I will say, just putting it out there, if you don't get a takeover by the end of this season, oh. there's a real, real danger that Newcastle within the next 12 months mm. could pull up a seat at that table. Chelsea mm. seems to, I don't know what's going on. Man City are always going to have it. And if United get Champions League qualification again, we already know what a commercial beast they are. You might end up looking like fifth Arsenal. Wow, I forgot about Arsenal. They seem to be spending a lot of money. You could be like, you're now competing with a new giant, basically, in Newcastle, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. When there's I already four not, or five options. I do not want to play Europa League. I don't want to wake up on Thursdays and be like Liverpool's playing. I don't want to, <laughs> I, I don't I, want I, Europa I, League, that, that that new one, the Conference League thing. I don't want none of that. That's what I'm bro. saying. That's you almost I mean? my argument yeah. that maybe you and finish if, ninth and oh, fresh yeah. and go just for a solid 38 league game season, well, really, isn't it? I will say is Liverpool play Madrid in the Champions League and Madrid are. Absolutely awful yeah. this season. They well. lost today as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mallorca, melting on Twitter, boy. <laughs> yeah, Faisal's fuming. But I swear down, like Liverpool are losing to Wolves and these teams in the Premier League who are very, very good. Madrid are losing to Mallorca, who are genuinely absolutely garbage. Like there's levels to the shitness, and Liverpool are not quite at the same level of shitness that. Real Madrid are out. So if you squeeze past Real Madrid and if you look at the Champions League in true hey, fact... But you know Don Carlo, though. You know Don yeah. Carlo when it's time. <laughs> yeah, Luka Modric. It's the champion! <laughs> the difference is also, Don Carlo isn't... He's more pragmatic. He knows his team's in crap form. He'll sit back and he'll hit you on the counter-attack like he did in the Champions League final. And he doesn't have any issues with doing that. Jurgen Klopp 
doesn't have that. He will go for the throat of Real Madrid and he'll get carved apart. We've seen the story so many times this season. Modric, hey, Kroos. They'll play it in, in through them and it'll be goal. Raj, let me ask you this, yeah? Because I think this is another problem. Sorry, I'm just I'm enjoy, I'm enjoying this because they're all Liverpool fans, so it's kind of fun to be the neutral, right? When I'm looking at Madrid, yeah, and you're thinking one-off, two-legged tie, and you're thinking, I reckon Benzema can do it one more time. I reckon Rodgers can pull it out of the bag one more time. Cruz can pull it out of the bag. When I'm looking at Liverpool, who are you looking at and saying, he's going to win us the tie? If Nunes is injured. Like, Nunes. I'm being real. Nunes. Let me you tell you why. Faith? I have faith. When you're playing crap, yeah, when you're playing not up to the standards, Rambo as well, you can agree with me on this. Rambo, I know you can hear me. Okay, do, you rem- do you remember when I said Nunes is giving me Suarez vibes? And yep. And what did Nunes come out and say a couple of days later? <laughs> nah, I'm going to tell me. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to send it to you on your phone so you can read it out to us. All right, cool. Yeah. Send it through. Send it through. I'm going to send it right now. You should be receiving a notification. It's verified. It's not even got the blue tick. It's got the gold tick. You know on Twitter, the gold tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. So okay. that, that means it's uh, extremely verified source. <laughs> it's extremely verified. Um, Here we go. Darwin Nunez on what to expect next season via Sky Sports. I think the same thing is happening to me as happened to Suarez. In his second year, he tore it up. Something similar happened to me already at Benfica. The first year went very badly for me. And in the second, I exploded. Mamba out. <laughs> That's not a mic drop moment. It's not your phone. You have to see if it's come true. Right. Oh, Catch us roasting him. That's good. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. Players like that. All right, but that's next year. You still think no, no, he no, can no, turn no. up at Real Madrid no. and win you a Champions League yeah. title? Yeah, I feel like players like him, he's the, he's the type of guy that will do that. I'd have you know more faith in um, in Jota. I think this guy mm. could put a chance away mm. clinically. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what Van Dyke Van Dyke can bring to the party. This is a big, I think, legacy game for him. If he flops in the Champions League, then the two season wonder, three season wonder jibes can be put out there because he will deserve it. Let's see. How, let's see what. Oh he does. no, man! Allow him. Allow him. I can't hear that. Three years being the best defender in the world is enough to just like you can retire tomorrow. We're still going to talk about you fondly. Yeah. Surely his, his legacy is not in I question, think is it? It's too much of an obsession with like can a player do it for like ten years? If you if you really like strip it back and sit down, I think you can write on one sheet of paper how many players in every position have been able to do it for longer than four years. I think three years is actually like the max that you're going to get from someone at their absolute peak. Scorsese, Gerard, Lampard, there's plenty of them, man. That's the different special breed of footballers. Those guys, Scorsese, Gerard, Lampard, Giggs, Beckham, they were doing it for a decade. Uh, don't, yeah, but... uh, don't, don't talk about Giggs. Giggs, yeah. <laughs> I've got this thing about Giggs. Giggs is Dwight McNeil. That is my <laughs> unpopular opinion. Brian Giggs is Dwight McNeil, who was just fit long enough in the right circumstances, in the right team. He was born in the right decade, in the right town. That was it. Ryan Giggs right place, right time. Meaty. So meaty. If Name me one person that has been moved by Ryan Giggs. The fact that they played that same goal and you played over 700 games and it's that one goal that gets replayed. Name me one other Ryan Giggs goal that ever gets replayed. 
true. I don't really yeah. know. Yeah. No, no, social media clip, man. He's right with that one. I, I think, like, the obsession over, like, players who've just had loads of caps, I think it's wrong. Because I think, I, I, I agree, it's hard to play that many games. Like, he's played 700 games, fair play, bro. Like, you stayed fit for 700 games. Like, well yeah, done. Yeah, Barry. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's the exact play I was going to go for. Like, well done. Like, I'm happy for you. Shout out you. But I don't believe that if, if, if someone went to me, give me three seasons of Ryan Giggs or three seasons of Robin, three seasons of Duff, three seasons of Ronaldo. I'm just naming players off the top of my head. Three, three seasons of Hleb, three seasons of Nasri. I'm taking all Money. of these guys. Windows, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's too many. Um, but the thing is, Rambo, be- Van, D- Van Dyke was being put in GOAT conversations. Can you put him in GOAT conversations if he's declined after three seasons at the top? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go on, Fu, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, would, I, I agree. I think that injury didn't help. Um, the injury he got against Everton. But I think you can definitely put Van Dijk in GOAT conversations, man. In Van Premier Dijk League GOAT conversations, yeah. Mm. Um, and what will score John Terry and Rio Ferdinand above him will be longevity, right? So there'll be one and two. But then after that, no one else has been great for 10 years. That's why John Terry and Rio Ferdinand are there. So then Virgil will come in at three. Because otherwise you're looking at like Ricardo, Ricardo Carvalho. He was great for two, where, where, years, where would right? you, um, you where, where, where would you rank Van Dijk now in the best centre-backs in the league? Right I mean, now? Currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this, yeah, yeah, currently. Oof. I mean, firstly, he's injured. Um, mm-hmm. hey, I want to say I'm going to say something that Rimmedy said on the pod, and I completely agree with it. Centre backs are the most system players in the world. There, there isn't another player that requires a system. The system in front of Van Dyke right now is wrecked. I remember when Chelsea won the league. I think it was under Conte. It was Cahill and no, it was under Jose. Cahill and Terry at centre back, and they had Matic and Kante in front of them. Uh, that's why they won the league. They didn't win the league because their centre backs were good. They won the league because their holding midfields were monstrous. The following season, I think Matic was injured. And I think Kante was injured as well. And then all of a sudden, they were all over the shop. They had no protection anymore. And they were getting, they were getting ripped apart. Mm. So Van Dijk is in that situation at the moment where he's getting ripped apart. I will say apart. this. If you basically... Uh, trying to answer this because it's a hypothetical almost. If you put Van Dijk in the Arsenal team... Instead of, basically, if Van Dijk and Gabriel swap places right now, Van Dijk looks better than Gabriel. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And so it's based on the team. It's hard to... I can't. He's got Thiago, an eighteen-year-old, and one-legged Naby Keita in front of him. Like, how can I roast him, bro? Like, you, give him a chance, bro. That that midfield is not better than Brighton's. It's not better than Wolves's. It's not better than what Villas, for... maybe even Jacob Ramsey and McGinn and that. You know what I'm saying? It's not even better than Etienne Capou and Decore were in their prime. But that midfield is poo. Like, really poo. We just talked about the Everton one. That's probably better. Not lie, job, like, at least. Van Dijk's underlying stats actually aren't even that bad this season. His individual stats, like his aerials one, are in the top 95 percentile. His pass completion is 90%. Passes attempted is in the top 95% uh, percentile. Mm. Everything is actually quite all right um, individually. But then I'm saying like previously, you have to play seven, you have to play like 11 passes before you can run at him. Now you play one. And you can run at him on your own with an option right and an option left. That was the one when I knew he was in trouble, though. That one against Brentford, where Brian and Buemo outpaced him. Then I was like, bloody hell, what the hell's happened here, man? Brian and Buemo's just done you for pace. You were doing Adama Traore at your peak. 
Yeah, but that's gonna happen, isn't it? He's gonna lose. He's gonna lose like a yard of pace. So it's a given. Like Brian and Bobo's rapid. So like I think in the same game, um, was it the same game? Uh, I think he beat Johan Wieser in a foot race, and Johan Wieser's rapid. So I think like the Adama thing. I think if you put Adama and Van Dyke in a race, I would say ninety nine or ninety five times out of hundred, Adama's gonna win on that occasion. Van Dyke won the race. Do you know what I mean? Like I think in foot races, it's really difficult to judge. Like how slow or how fast a player is until you see it repeat. If 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 he gets rinsed when he plays United by Rashford, I think that's fine. Rashford rapid. But then if he gets ripped for pace by Martial and then the next game gets ripped for pace by whoever Liverpool play, then I'm going, actually, it's happening over and over again. Like, yeah, your, your legs might be gone. So would you agree this Real Madrid tie is a big tie for him then? Uh, yeah, huge. But I don't even know how fit he'll be for the game because the game's in what... Uh, uh, like 10 days, nine days, and he hasn't trained yet. So, the game is nine days on the 21st, yeah. I think. Uh, is it? Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, it's in 16 days, so he hasn't even trained yet. So, by the time he plays Madrid, he might have trained for a week and he might have played one game potentially, which will be Everton. I'll be real though. Hey, man, I've got to defend him because I'm a bit uh, like, what do you mean by that? Because it's as big as a game for him as it is for Salah. If Salah don't score and does nothing again in the Champions League. Like, yeah, yeah, it's big for Salah mean, as well. Is... Because Salah like, was the one who said, I'm, I'm going to take revenge on Real Madrid. So this is it's equally big for him. But when your team's struggling uh, and you're in the Champions League knockout game, those two are the guys I'm looking at to stand up. Let's see if they do it. Definitely, definitely. I just, I just think if he... If, let's say he has, a, he has a worldie in terms of defensively. He's making his tackles. He's distributing the ball. He's playing his pings, all of that. When he recovers the ball and he looks in front of him, and he's got Naby Keita or Fabinho or Milner, like brother, like you need midfielders to make you look good because that. Well, that's how a team works, isn't it? Like I just think it's really, really difficult to judge. Even like Trent right now to judge Trent because there's no one helping on that side on the right side of midfield. Like there's so Liverpool is in a bigger mess than I think people. Realize. Yeah, I think people are watching week by week and going, oh, they lost a game. Oh, they won a game. Oh, they scored a goal. But I think when you actually sit down and deep the issues, they're very, very deep. Um, anyway, no more talk about Liverpool. That's enough for this one. Um, very quickly, we were planning to chat about Mitoma and Rashford and everyone else. Um, we just mentioned left-wingers and Ryan Giggs. I've got a question here that I came, up, came across on socials as well. Um, Rashford and Mbappe pictures going around again. I, I'm not saying... Again, I'm not saying Rashford is because Mbappe. Last time this we had a similar conversation, people said I was suggesting that Rashford's better than Mbappe. But Fu, do you think mm. Rashford will ever reach Mbappe's levels? No. <laughs> Why? I think because of what if they both end their career right now, let's say right now, football's done. Look at what look what uh, Mbappe has. What Mbappe has, I don't think Rashford will ever get to smell, to be honest with you. Do you get? Like, Messi and Ronaldo, that that, that segment is done. Yeah? So now, who is it? Haaland and Ronaldo, people are screaming. I mean, sorry, Haaland and Mbappe. In terms of Ballon d'Ors and stuff like that. I don't think Rashford will get a sniff on that and and be like, oh, a nominee for a Ballon d'Or winner. You you said... uh... He's doing. He's playing great. He's doing great for what he's doing for Man United. It's great. It's amazing. It's good stuff. It's good. It's good to see him shining. But I don't think he'll reach the heights of the uh, uh, Mbappe. 
what Mbappe is right now, to be honest with you. A World Cup hat-trick, and that even win you a World Cup in the final. You scored a hat-trick in the final, and you didn't even win the World Cup. Two pens, though, just saying. Yeah, I mean, goals yeah, are gold, though, isn't it? To be fair, though, two pens in a final, considering they're against Emmy Martinez, is very different to oh, just no, two pens. Hard, three in the end, didn't it? But that, there was a pen shootout yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. So, like... And Russia had missed his one penalty in a big pressure moment, so, like... So, like, you got to look at I stuff like it, that. But... Mm. you got to look at stuff like that. Like, I don't think Let's it was real. the highest of him. That game, at uh, 70th minutes, 70 minutes in... All Twitter was saying is Mbappe's been ghost, Mbappe's been invisible, Mbappe's been sad. Yeah. Scores a worldie and gets two penalties, and it's going. It's become the greatest I'm him performance ever. Like the two somewhat in the middle. He wasn't that bad, but that is a feature that, need, that Twitter needs. By the way, you need to go be able to go back to the timeline at a specific date and time and see what everyone was saying. <laughs> yeah. So Elon Musk, get that on Twitter ASAP. Elon, hey, we don't chat do about that waste man on this on this podcast. Um, Raj, what are you saying? Rashford to reach? Are, are they the same age? Am I? Am I? Am I waffling? I think. I think Rashford's older. Rashford I feel must like be a year older. Rashford's um, got him at twenty-five. Yeah, and is twenty-four, but I think it's months. It's not years. I'm pretty sure it'll be like six months, maybe. So they're very Rashford. similar age, and yeah, October. We're seeing Rashford fully fit. Um, Raj, are you a massive Mbappe fan or not? Yeah, I'm partial to a bit of Killian. Yeah, I mean, you can't not be, can you? Is <laughs> that? But um, uh, the, the thing with Rashford, ever, I'm partial to a little bit of killing Mbappe. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think you can uh, ever say Rashford is ever going to be on that level. The problem with Rashford is he's at the moment he's showing elite movement off the ball. He's showing elite finishing with both feet. I wasn't expecting the left foot finishes. I'll be real. But Mbappe produces and creates goals out of nothing himself because his 1v1 play is unbelievable. He can roast any defender in the world. Uh, and then his chance creation, his creativity is actually underrated as well. I like his crossing. I like his through balls to slip strikers in. And Rashford will never have that variation in his game. So no, Marcus Rashford, you'll never be on Kylian Mbappe's level. All right, well, uh, that ends that debate very quickly. Um, we didn't come planned with an icebreaker, unless Saki can think of one on the spot. Um, if he can, he's going to message me. But before he does, uh, Fu, any last words on, on, on anything? I feel like you've always got something left in the tank. Like You are basically what Klopp thinks Oxlade-Chamberlain is. You've got something left for me. We will beat Real Madrid in the first leg. <laughs> Ooh, we've added that one. What about overall? What about overall? And Nunes. Nunes is going to be man of the match. And we'll well, go through to we'll go through to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Do you do you quietly? I, no, back I, on, I honestly sorry. believe in that. No matter, even though we've been poor this season and the league, etc. But I honestly believe this is a Liverpool thing to do. Do well in the Champions League. We'll beat we'll beat Real Madrid. This is a team that's going through it themselves, bro. And regardless of them where they are in the league, top three, second, or whatever, they're losing against Mallorca today, like. We're losing to Wolves. Do you know what I mean? This is a difference. We are not the same. We will, we will get our revenge on them and we will beat them and it's because of Darwin Nunes. All right. Oh, don't mind a bit of Darwin Nunes prop. Has Sakib come up with some magic? He has come up with some magic. Uh, we're going to leave you with an icebreaker. I haven't even looked at it, so it could be absolutely awful, but I will tell you if it is, Sakib. Um, 
What will be a greater achievement? Newcastle qualifying for the Champions League or Arsenal winning the league? Good icebreaker. Thought of it on the spot. Um, let's get your thoughts very quickly uh, before we uh, let you go. Um, Saki, as soon as it's your icebreaker, I feel like you probably had an idea of an answer. Yeah, I would just... I, I love what Arsenal are doing, but I just wanted to say, I think if Newcastle come top four in the league with this much talent in terms of individuals and teams... I think Eddie Howe, my question is more inclined to which manager's probably done a better job. I think Eddie Howe would deserve manager of the year over Arteri if they come top four. Like, you've got Dan Burns still in there and Sean Longstaff and, you know what I mean? These kind of man, Champions League footballers. Like, Arsenal, the, the turnaround is great, but you've still bought two Premier League winners this year. Sackers and Martinelli's have taken a step up. Like, fair enough. Like, Dan Burns and Sean Longstaff, Champions League qualification. Like, you haven't even bought that much. He's he's still playing Jacob Murphy off the bench and that and like like bro that's that's unbelievable like and then the way they're doing it as well Eddie Howe was actually known for leaking goals at Bournemouth and scoring mm-hmm. loads at the other end like mm-hmm. there were four threes and three goals yeah eleven goals whatever it is twelve goals like man I I think that man for man what he's getting out of his squad the best Saku you know the nice anecdote about that is when Howe got sacked from Bournemouth he went away and did like a mini tour of loads of European training grounds, getting insight from different coaches. One of them was Diego Simeone at Atletico Madrid. He spent a lot yeah. of time studying with them. And you can see it in the fruits of how much the defence has improved. Amazing. Mm. Love that. Like Fabian Scheer, for example, two years ago, very average. Now, like, shouts for team of the year and stuff like that. Like, he's actually improved every single man in there, man for man. Good looking guy. No one's got worse. Um pretty gorgeous St. Maximan though hasn't been great under Eddie Howe just saying injuries tax injuries tax mm. Mm. I, I will put it out there just very quickly Newcastle I think I think Fu was on this pod uh, when we spoke about the quality of the league in general that it's not that good at the moment so Newcastle sneaking in it, w- it would be a great achievement not for a minute saying it wouldn't be but there is an element of the league's a bit average in there. Like, Foo's just decided, F this pod. I'm just going to like open my fridge, eat a quick no, sardine. No, I was sorting out the wires. It was annoying me. It was annoying me. Foo, you got OCD? A little bit. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the way you just tripped out them wires. I just thought you throwing yeah, them wires halfway would... across the room. No, Don't just, look at me. Charger, with my charger for my laptop and the, the ring light. It was just all annoying me, yeah. <laughs> Incredible! I, thought, I honestly thought you just started prepping a sandwich in the middle of the pod. Like, no, 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 it was, all, it, was all, it was all wired up near, near me, so it just annoyed me. So I thought I had to sort it out. Sensational! Um, what are you saying? Newcastle bigger, bigger, greater achievement than Arsenal winning the league. So with me, what I see, I see the reason why I'm going with the Arsenal side. I feel like with with Newcastle, I might be wrong anyway, but I just feel like there's a different. It's it's like they got new owners, even though they haven't didn't bring in much. It's just like a different different type of motivation of I need to be here. Mm. I need to be here. They got new owners. The money that they they're going to be getting if they get Champions League football, like there's loads of perks. That's what I see. I feel like there's loads of perks and stuff like that. So like they got motivation in, within their team, but with Arsenal. Like with with Newcastle, we saw okay, maybe not this season, but in the next couple of seasons, they'll they'll once they start competing properly, they'll they'll be fine for that top four spot. Mm. With Arsenal, no one saw this coming, in terms of them 
you know, fight fighting for the Premier League and, and sustaining top for this for this long. No one saw that coming at all. So I thought like, yeah, with Arsenal, I think it'll probably be greater just because they haven't done it in a very long time. No one saw it coming. We thought they were going to be in the drought for like the next 20, 30 years. But yeah, if they do the wind league, wind league, I think it'll be a better. But then again, when you look at the other side, Newcastle, out of like European football for a very long time, been relegated, come back up, and it's just a crazy, crazy fairy tale story for them to be getting Champions League football. So it's a bit of a tricky one for me. But I'll probably side with Arsenal. But no, there's, I mean, there's, I don't think there's any wrong or right answer for me. All right, cool. Um, we'll leave you on that note. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you're new to the pod, whichever platform you listen on, make sure you drop a, a like, a, a five star rating, give it a follow. Uh, obviously, if you're coming across No Ratings Pod on socials, then go and give the follow on there as well. Uh, check out Fu, Raj, and Sakib. All the links will be in the description. And uh, we'll see you next time. And shout out Egypt, man. Number one. <laughs> what? Yeah, number one monthly listen on the pod. Hey, yeah, my bad, my bad. Hold on. I was like, wait, what's going on here? Why are we shouting out Egypt? <laughs> Yeah, shout out Egypt, the anti, the Arab anti. I was like, why are we shouting out Egypt? What is, I thought it was a Salah reference. Um, yeah, shout out Egypt. I'm an idiot. <laughs>